All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to uh, another episode of This Is Not A Safe Space with uh, Nick Beaton. And uh, you can check out this podcast on NeverSleepsNetwork.com, as well as other great podcasts. Is it fucked up? Is what he's coming in here? He just loves editing. That's yeah. why he keeps... You know, he just came in with a dove on his arm and kissed me on the neck. I don't even know what we're doing. What's the theme here? Why is there a bed behind you? Yeah, that's another good question. I'm just going to say that that was the, uh, that was the intro. NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Check it out for other podcasts. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, I guess, or all those other places where you get podcasts. Uh, I'm here today with Jason Rouse. You just heard him talk a second ago. He asked about a bed, so he's going to try to fuck at some point in time during this podcast. Whoa. That's what it's for, right? That's what it's for. I'm retired. You're retired from fucking. <laughs> yeah, I'm retired from fucking. <laughs> what brought that on? Um, Bad night. With Boomer? You're staying with Boomer Phillips. No, 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 no. I go over there for visits. Okay. No one really stays with Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> ever, ever. But uh, I go over and pet his horse, Arnie. Have you seen his dog? Uh, I've seen him walking it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's on my uh, Instagram video a lot. Because I live in the same neighborhood, so every now and again I just see a giant man walking a giant dog. Yes, they're they're uh, size appropriate, would yeah, you say? Yeah. The, it's, I see people with those dogs they're huge i've seen like women who are like five four and like 120 pounds trying to walk one of those dogs at least with boomer it makes sense he goes really he goes yeah he's pulled my shoulder like almost off the socket yeah and you he's a, a big uh guy yeah yeah he lifts a lot of weight so if a dog's almost killing him he's 250 pounds of bullshit <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so when we were doing our testing our levels, we were talking about England a bit. Uh, I live uh, there. You live there, obviously. You when I, I asked you for advice, I was like, I think I'm going to move there. You're like, that'll be great. I'll help you out, which you did. Um, I didn't like it <laughs> that much once I got there. But we were just talking about drinking there and how it's like a great place to drink in, as opposed to pretty much any other place. Got me out of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I was I quit drinking when I started doing stand up for about six years, and then. You know, after being a week in London, it's like okay, I can go, I can gel with it. This is this is this is fun, and the it was very uh, easy to do. Yeah, it was easy to do, cheap. Like there's fucking like there's more bars there and pubs and shit than any other place I think I've ever been. Yes, there's more. It's it's more or less a community living room. Yeah, it's like a bunch of people drinking in a kitchen together. Yeah, yeah, and all the like pints are cheap, and so there's a dog runs through the pub. Like <laughs> it's not no exaggeration. I've seen children and do- animals like oh, this is this the pub dog. Yeah. Well, well, fuck! I think I just stepped over his shit to get my garlic fries. <laughs> <laughs> the only the only thing that was always a fucking trouble uh, or annoyed me was like, yeah, it was a great place to drink in, love drinking there, and there were great people. But once they got fucking hammered, they were like some of the worst people to yeah, be around. They're not really known as good travelers either. No, you know, you put Brits in the sun with alcohol, and you can just as a Canadian, you can just sit back and watch. Yeah, yeah. Heat stroke alcoholism. And then fight with local. Take a swing at the dishwasher. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I was in this pub and I think it was Ballum and uh, it was like probably like one in the morning. It was like one of those ones that actually oh, stayed that open. Gig that's upstairs the gig and downstairs. that's upstairs. Yeah, the uh, banana yeah. cabaret. I bombed there on a date so bad. But yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, we used to drink there anyway. Like we go on Friday because I'd try to like get in with the guy. But then like you could hang out downstairs. There was like a dance club. People would hang out. So we just would drink. And there was just this fucking Irish guy who came up to me one time and he was just fucking so screw-eyed drunk. And I, I was never more annoyed tr- trying to get out of a conversation with just somebody who was like, I couldn't understand a word he was saying. He was like in your face with spit coming out, oh, like fuck. Ha- I hate hanging that. off you and stuff. The it was worst. Like, yeah. 
Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah, I hate hate sloppy drunks. Yeah, yeah. But I've been one on a, a oh, multiple we- occasions. I'm just done with it. Yeah, yeah. I've dated a lot of them. Yeah. Sloppy, whiskey-pigged <laughs> shit missiles. <laughs> shit missiles. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, I've definitely been sloppy drunk a bunch of times, but I usually hold it together pretty good. You in the elevator on the way up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was just, uh, that was nerves, Clear man. my throat. <laughs> <laughs> broken glass comes out <laughs> cigarette butts oh. <laughs> it was a rough one so and now you live in la i do how's, how's that that's interesting yeah yeah I've, you know i spend six months out of a year in the united states and then uh i usually do like four to five months in la and then at least two or a month in new york a year yeah so that's kind of my thing for my uh green card and stuff i need to be there and uh i enjoy being in los angeles december january february march yeah you and know what i mean it's not only it's pilot season around that time but the uh, the weather in most places in the world is awful yeah and it's yeah. great there right the, the yeah. only time i went to la it was in august and it was just like brutal like it was so hot and it's dry. pretty hot man yeah it's pretty hot it, it's uh uh but i don't mind heat it's the cold you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'll sweat and, and uh, be, I just do the shade. I, plus, I really don't go out during the day that much unless it's something to do, be active because it does pound on you. The uh, I don't drive, so it's U- Uber's around town which is la it's it's yeah. on another their, level their it's transit perfect. system is bullshit though right yeah it's it's like uh for anybody listening it's been to hastings street in vancouver think of that as a bus yeah it's fucked up it's all homeless people and drug addicts you'll see like a dutch family get on to think they're going to universal studios <laughs> and all of a sudden it's fucking pirates of the caribbean <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? it's uh it's another level. i'll go i usually ride a, a bus maybe maybe once a year just to remind myself what hot urine smells like on a <laughs> on a Wednesday at two, it's fucking outrageous. The, the night buses in England, man, I used to get those home. Those are like stressful, but those were like actual citizens at least. But they were just fucking monsters. Just like Dude. like there was just times where I was like, how the fuck. Like, like you walk in and the bus driver is just encased in like bulletproof glass, and you're like, "What the fuck's this about?" Yeah. Then you live there for a month. You're like, "Oh, I get it." Yeah. Like for protection. Just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've seen people fucking punch those things. Oh fuck yeah, you. man. I've seen people walk on buses and just start walking up and screaming at people, and then fucking yeah. fights breaking out. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like people don't, tr- they treat it like it's a goddamn like 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 it's a personal party. People are still totally. drinking, singing, walking play- around, hanging out with people. One of my biggest pet peeves is these fucking goof kids with their cell phones playing their shitty fucking bands. Yeah, man, what the fuck is that about? That don't was you a, do a bit about that? I don't know, but I somebody I, does about. Oh, I, I can't remember, but it, yeah, I remember hearing something about. Do you have any of my favorite music on that? Because I'd like to hear some of that. I'm yeah. interested in this shit. I remember there's yeah, I was a guy in a train in London. And he was just fucking sitting there, just like yeah, he's at a nightclub going like, "What the fuck are you doing, man?" There's no no sense of, but that's when you have to interrupt them with a smash to the side of the head. Yeah, you know, I I kick some kid in the stomach <laughs> <laughs> on the bus. I go. He looked. I told him to shut that shit off, and then he kind of looked at me, and I booted him in the chest, <laughs> and he just, and then he turned it down and put his head down. Yeah, that's. Uh, we need more violence. 
Some of those people need to fucking. I think we need more violence. Well, but in England, you would think was this England when you yeah, get, yeah, yeah, yeah. You would think in England, you know, I don't understand because people fucking do punch the kids. Punch. The kids are uh, very violent. Mm. They knives. They a lot of them carry weapons and stuff. So uh, any middle aged Joe with something to lose is not really going to engage. Now there's me, <laughs> who doesn't give a fuck. I'll bite a hole in that fucking kid's forehead. <laughs> you ever see the movie Cape Fear? Well, this is the rape scene they cut out. Uh, uh, transfer, please. Uh, uh. <laughs> we're, we're becoming the old man on the horse, waving yeah. the fist at the car. I'm still getting, like, uh, I'm realizing that a lot. But I actually don't mind that. Like, You're in the know, though. That's the thing. Can you imagine if you had a... a bunch of people who cared about you and you left <laughs> i can't i you can't imagine you, see you're left to your own devices in the trenches as a comic right yeah yeah so it's a uh there's a lot of uh you know it's, it's a slippery slope when you've got really no support group you know a lot of comedians but how many of them are really your friends right a, a, a half a dozen maybe maybe six of them I, I'm, I don't know what your relationships no, no, that's, are, but that's about accurate. Yep. Yeah, it's like six guys that go above and beyond showing up and doing a good show with you when you're doing gigs and staying out of your way. But it's quite beautiful up here. Yeah, yeah. You can see the the window there out the window. You look at the Gardner Expressway. Mm-hmm. Look at all those angry traffic. people getting like nonstop traffic, no matter what time of day it is. Fuck. On that, Friday too, May two four. It's just everybody. Oh, so everybody's like, oh, "I'll leave at ten thirty in the morning and I'll get out early and beat the traffic." You know? Oh yeah, every generation comes up with that new idea every mm-hmm. year. Eh? What yeah. do just leave? No, you got to go high on meth last minute four a.m. camping. Yeah, <laughs> with a duffel bag that you realize is wasn't a duffel bag. It was full of hockey equipment when you show up at the campground. But you're wide awake, and, and then you got to fend for yourself. You're carving a, a tent pole out of a tree with your bare hands because you're so jacked up. <laughs> yeah, you're ready to go. Yeah, thinking that you can communicate with squirrels by hitting your nuts together. Uh, what were you talking about there? The, uh, the the people like you know the old man on the horse waving at the car or whatever. I don't like. There's times where you know I get I get called like a, an old man, a grumpy old man, a lot by people just like because I I complain about shit and stand up or think things are stupid that are new. Um, but some like some some of the new shit that's happening and coming out like Snapchat and shit like mm-hmm. it is dumb. Like there's like <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> I am on Snapchat. Okay, and for that reason, what you just point you brought up, I shit. I put the. F- Snapchat to my asshole, and I do the log father. I've been doing this uh, probably 200 days out of a year for the last five years. So Boomer saves them every year and then plays them at the fire hall at the Christmas party on the big screen. So it's just a, a ca- like 100, 200 dumps back to back, continuous, and it's all the same shot. The camera just pans down to the mud hole, and it just blows through. It's just a clown scarf of dog shit <laughs> flying out. Because I hate it. I yeah. hate it. Yeah, it's dumb. Like, I haven't even used it. I don't need to. I don't know if that's the best way to deal with something you hate is poop on it. But <laughs> I think it's great. I've lost many of uh, screensavers. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it's one of those things where I, like, I, don't, I don't understand it. So that sounds like, again, like, oh, I don't understand it. So it's stupid. But it's just like... It's like every like girl uses the filters to put stupid angel wings on or fucking weird flowers in their hair and I, what what is it like what's what's the p- purpose of it? It's a shortcut like you spend years 
practicing your craft and now they've got all this this kind of framework around an app that allows them to present themselves put themselves out into the ether and some of it gets traction with no they just happen to have a skill set that works well within that it was like realm. vine and shit like the vine's yeah. gone now right yeah 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 but you know again and and you can and because of uh you know hating it and blah 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 but it's also very dismissed mm-hmm. like all of a sudden you have a million vine followers the dynamic of the trends and social media change and all of a sudden you're on the horse mm-hmm. in in a, in a in an instant where yeah. it took longer to get to us i think maybe your frustration out of that is the fact that you you can paint in this canvas and then it's very dismissed. Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's, it has no it's, weight. It's fickle, right? Like Vine came out, and I was like, I'm not doing that, man. Because like for me, Twitter, I think was the last thing that I actually was like, okay, I'll sign up for this one. But I don't like Twitter either because like it's like I can't write the jokes that I write usually in Twitter. Most of the time, I start one and I'm like, oh, I'm that over framework my- doesn't work for you. Yeah. So the- then when Vine came out, I'm like, I can't nine seconds. Like, yeah. what the fuck is this? Yeah. And then that went away, and now Snapchat comes out. It's like, yeah, I'm not getting involved in like I'm not going to mm-hmm. learn a new dumb thing. Yeah. You know, although you know, eventually it could be a dinosaur, I guess, just by like, hey, here's a six minute bit. Like, no one has time to listen to that. Yeah, the the the, the direction of that that Snapchat could add something to the uh, to that platform that would all of a sudden it's Nick Beaton's world. Yeah, in in a in a blink, you know, they add something and you come across some filter and a voice. <laughs> yeah, right, and then all of a sudden it goes off like YouTube. That that's probably, I don't think we've no one's really even brought that up because it's such a it's taken the power away from television and film, yeah, and allow people to do a web, movie, start their own web series yeah. type of thing, any, and any get that visual, out there. anything. You know, it's really uh, that's a great. Well, one. that was like Letter Kenny, right? That show that basically took off because uh, they had a production company and stuff, but they just did shorts on YouTube, and then all of a sudden people were like, oh, we need to make this into a show. Workaholics, yeah. You know, I never knew anything about that show, and then I found out was it like a web series and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, but uh, yeah, it's it's cool. It's uh, you know you can you can invest in the uh, stock that you want in far as all these other other avenues. I'm sure the sh- first guy that showed up with a microphone at a on a dirt road was like, "Get out of here!" Yeah, yeah. Your electric stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. I know there. There's a ton of that shit too. So I try not to be too shit on everything but you should be suspect yeah that's part of the policing of this is yeah it know. takes people to at least question it like like when people everything. are like oh you're just behind the times or you're you're on the wrong side of history with this one it's like yeah but some of the people were right like when they were talking when cell phones first came out there was people like oh, i don't i think that's intrusive to have a phone on you all the time and it's going to take up too much of your time and you're never going to have a moment of peace and i don't like cell phones they were right. Those people who said those things were absolutely right. It's not that there's not benefits to the phone. It's just that that aspect is still very true. People can reach you all the fucking time. Uh, they, you know, you're on it now with smartphones on ever like apps oh, yeah. and bullshit. So. I had a, a, a fucking girl take my phone. She goes, "Let me see that for a second. Opens up my settings. She goes, "Oh yeah, you got to turn these things off." I'm like, "What?" She goes, "This, this, and this." And I go, "Well, what do you mean?" He goes, "Well, this tells you where you've been going." It's it's made bullet points. It's been tracking your you. Yeah. 
And I'm like, what? And she goes, oh, yeah, look, it says here you were here yesterday, and last week you were here. Yeah. And the, all this information. I saw that. Somebody posted that, and I looked, and I was like, oh, fuck, it does that. So, I, yeah, I, sh- I shut it off. Yeah. I think on one of my, I don't know, I had a phone that I shut it's it off. It's so crazy content. that they can find your what your purchases are, everything. is is this porthole that you put into your pocket that people can kind of find stats and information on yeah and it's all basically just to sell you shit but totally i get like i'll be looking at something will come through uh, a commercial on instagram and then it will show up on my facebook something that i was looking at yeah and it's such a crossover it's everybody's in the in the mix yeah and and, i mean i don't know when people like are freaked out about like the phones tracking and all this stuff it's the only things they're afraid of I, when people are like Google Google search history, it's all porn. People are just like, please don't know the porn I watch. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. pretty much everything everybody's worried about. Because like, no one's dealing arms or anything like that. Yes, there's. Uh, I it's completely like marketing um, strategies. Yeah, like just collecting data. Yeah, can you, imagine, all- can you imagine what these Google meetings are like? How skull and crossbones? Oh man, Silicon <laughs> Valley, like they just sit down. And I've never. Oh, oh, the, not the show, but no, the, the actual yeah, place yeah, yeah, yeah. that just develops all these apps and shit like that. Mm-hmm. They literally just tr- like try to find ways. But they just try to find ways to get you to use their app more, right? They try to make it as addictive as possible, so they give you little rewards to to stimulate your reward center, so totally that you're like, oh yeah, I want to use Facebook more. Like, yeah. it's maximize usage time. That's all it is. And people are born into this, so they think this is a normal way to carry on. But I guess it is their normal. It's their yeah. It's their, it's normal. their normal. My normal. It's different norm. What is normal? I don't know. Yeah, we're really t- yeah. There are two people talking, trying to discover what normal is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just, just, just I find torpedo. more normal something is the more underbelly it's disturbing. The appearance. In you, what way? Like Bill Cosby. There, yeah, there you go. There's a lot of that. Religious fanatics then turn up to be fucking, you know, pedophiles on it. You know, they've got a barn of them. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, crazy. Like they, yeah, like they have going like, on. Oh, we've been the doing most depraved for- people. Yes. Crazy, yeah. crazy. It's like it's like that saying though. It's the quiet ones you have to watch. Well, it, but sometimes it's the ones who are loud about the opposite of what they are. You yes, yeah. Definitely. Sc- people who scream about like, oh, it's always the it's always the preacher who's like, gay people, you know, are yeah. disgusting, and then they find him, you know, in a bathhouse. Yeah, the white supremacist who bangs black transvestite hookers. Mm-hmm. That's a that's uh, I heard that's it. Really popular is you know in repressed cultures. There's there's hey, everybody's on the down low looking at what they're supposed to be ashamed of. Yeah, yeah. Well, they say that I read this thing that people who are like have like fetishes and are more kinky and more open to their sexuality are actually a more intelligent, balanced human being because if they're just very open about it, you got nothing. You're not hiding anything. The people who hide shits where it bi- gets builds and buries and you know totally and then explodes. Look and how the- relaxed I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never, I've never met somebody more relaxed. I'm completely relaxed. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, definitely, there's a lot of, uh, you know, shame. Yeah, shame is the thing. And and if you just can get rid of that when it comes, like, with sex, it's just a matter of, like, just fucking, I don't know, good sex ed in schools, just people not being, like, not having religion be such a part of sex ed and, like, get those fucking people out of the mix. Like, they're, they're ruining generations of people. 
That's why I think everyone should be raped at least once. Okay. All right. And then <laughs> you can really appreciate the good times. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's, that's going to be a hard sell. Oh, we're selling this? Well, I, you don't I have to. We but... a business together. <laughs> yeah. I, I got a pitch meeting in an hour, but uh, but if you want to partner up on my everyone should be raped campaign, put that on Dragon's Den, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Take yeah, it listen. on the Shark Tank. Where's Look, your I'll, diagrams? I'll give, you, I'll give you 10% of this great business. Can you imagine the girls with her hand in her face crying? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Where do yeah. you go? Where do you go from that? So you're in Toronto. What have you been doing? Fuck, man. Nothing. <laughs> Just nothing. Uh, no. Nothing fun. I'm off. <coughs> I got a hell gig on Saturday. I'm going to get tattooed in about an hour. I get my back tattooed. Oh, cool, man. One big teardrop. <laughs> Where? <laughs> Near my asshole. <laughs> it's a brown tear. My grandfather was killed in a uh, in the Second World War during a shit-eating competition in a, in a fox. <laughs> so he overate and died from fecal poisoning <laughs> and a bullet in the knee <laughs> i'm gonna go get some i haven't been tattooed in a while yeah <clears throat> you have tattoos i don't have any good for you I, I just never got them and now it's too late graham k has a great joke about it he's like being 33 and he's like you know you're 33 there's a lot of things you just can't do like you can't get your first tattoo like who are you rebelling against <laughs> yes. like your parents don't even know who you are yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah so it's like, a good point like i just never got them early on and uh it's like ah what am i going to start now <laughs> try and find a girl without a tattoo try and find one yeah I've met some girls without tattoos. No, yeah. we're definitely hanging out in different places. Well, I'm hanging out with different circles. My girls yeah. get tattoos to cover the bruises and bite marks. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's abuse on top of abuse. <laughs> yeah, no, it's hard. It's difficult. It's any girls with zero tattoos. Yeah, I've, definitely there's always like one, you know, you find out there's one in there somewhere, you know. But uh, I definitely, yeah, there's been a couple of girls with none, zero. Huh. I'm going to take you to a whorehouse tonight. <laughs> take me to the crowbar. And uh, Oh, yeah. Speaking of, yeah. yeah. I, I was just thinking about that. Some friends of mine had made a trip to London for a tattoo convention and uh, the uh, crowbar. There's a handful of bars that I know from different places in the world that I've always had a good time at. And, uh, the crowbar. Crowbar is great. Steve. And- I remember we went there one night and just fucking, I got really, really drunk. And like there was some girl that you... Like we're friends with that came in. She was like a model, and she was like the hottest chick I've fucking ever seen in my life. She's made out of candy and pussy. Yeah, I was just like holy shit, and I was so drunk. But she was like, yeah, she was like definitely like like her modeling was like you know goth, like dark stuff. You know, she was every teenage boy's dirty secret. Yeah, and I was like, I just I I remember hitting on her after like fucking eight pints because I was just like fucking, I'm going for it, and I hit on her in the shittiest way to hit on a girl like that ever. Well, she was taking a shit. Well, I was just like, you know, you're really pretty, and I'm like, this is not going to get you to fuck this girl. There's no way. But she wasn't like a kind of girl that would like. Use that to shame you. No, she was lovely. Yeah, she, she just, she just took it on the chin. She's like, thank you. That's yeah, great. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you're Jason's friend. Yeah, This yeah. happens all the time. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're all okay. Yeah. yeah. She uh, she got turned back going to the States. Oh, really? Yeah. For, I don't know what. But yeah, she's uh, she's doing well. Yeah, she's good. like a, a millionaire now. I imagine. Through Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, she was fucking gorgeous, man. I was I yeah. couldn't believe it. I'm like, I can't even talk to this woman. Yeah, but when you're 16 years old, you always they always look great. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. No, but she I should, I should maybe 20 at that time. Probably something like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was like six years ago. Danny. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Danny. Bad girl Danny. Yeah, I had her business card. She gave me the business card. I looked up some of those pictures. Yeah, I had her pussy. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, of Smuggled course. over a mushroom head <laughs> in the pale moonlight. Uh, but yeah, it's hard. I and mean, you know, girls like that stick. Rocker chicks in London are fun. Mm-hmm. The British. I see a lot of them on, that are on my Facebook. They're getting pregnant. Oh, no. And married now. Oh. How do you come back from that rock and roll lifestyle is like traveling, you know, groupies and stuff like that. But I guess there's a shelf life for that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because then eventually it's like. Especially trains if you're just like, run on you on buses and yeah. then picking up your kids to breastfeed. Yeah. Yeah. If you're Let just, me push the ring out of the way so you can get your mouth over the milk part. <laughs> <laughs> you know, mom's got the Coke shakes. Yeah, that doesn't work eventually. It's that if that's what you want, right? Uh, to, Polluted to wombs. Polluted wombs. Yeah, that's a good name for a punk that's band. That's a really good name for a punk band. Polluted wombs. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, you can't have a good baby, I guess, maybe. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, no, most people don't have Have you ever had a baby? Ones. No. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty great, <laughs> hey? Have you? Me and... No, uh, A-abortion. Uh, but me and Boomer and uh, Casey were sitting out this pool area right around the corner here, and uh, we were like, Boomer just stands up and he goes, with the biggest smile, isn't it fucking great that we don't have kids and we all just start laughing <laughs> yeah, and yeah. around the grass? Yeah, man. There's a lot of times where I feel that way. Like, my, uh, I, I mean, my... <laughs> Like, like it's great to not have kids, man. Like, it's so awesome. I mean, just like my day, I see people with kids, and I fucking, I'm like, that looks awful. And like, you're, you know, you're just weekend spent. Like, let's take them to the grandparents, and like, you're just sitting there on a fucking Saturday afternoon, and like, you yeah. know, it's and it, they're assholes. <laughs> kids are assholes. They are. And I, I get the idea that like being like, you know, being a, being a comic, especially, and so being able to party whenever you want, drink whenever you do, whatever you want, really also can take its toll on you so it would be nice to have like forced times where you're like i have to be good for a little period of time. i did yoga before i came here <laughs> yeah no, no, did you, you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah yeah i woke up and went for a run i'm trying to like you know trying to like force myself to write you know and do stuff during the week and then running the- if you can run which i hate i hate running unless it's in some sort of hill climb or something like that yeah but if you can get your leg that's like a, a lot of people can't run yeah. a lot of people can't run i think that's a must for me in a relationship is a girl that can run yeah. faster than me because I get blackout drunk and I'm very violent. <laughs> so, so you better fucking run, bitch. Run! <laughs> ah! Ah! Run, bitch, run! Nine, ten, never sleep again. Three, four, run, bitch, run! <laughs> yeah, no, if you can't run, I don't know. But we, fuck it. Who like like I, like? There's somebody out there writing this down. I'm gonna die alone. You're gonna die alone. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Did a plane just take off up by the gardener? Yeah, there's the the island airports oh, right down there. Yeah, I flew yeah. out of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not as convenient as you think. You gotta take a stupid ferry. No, across. the ferry's gone. Or the ferry's there, but there's a they built an underground tunnel. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, oh, okay, great. Yeah, yeah. That makes that makes sense. Uh, now, because it was like, yeah, that ferry was like, sometimes you'd be like, all right, I'm here in just time for my flight. And then you're like, oh, no, 10 minutes for the ferry. Um, yeah, yeah. We're both going to die alone, though. <laughs> we all die alone. Malachi. Malachi. <laughs> it's great. No kids. But I mean, there's not going to be 
anything left anyway for kids. Like, there's no point in having kids. I've, I've brought this up before, but I was I was, uh, I was talking to this climate scientist, this chick who was doing her like master's or PhD in, in climate science. We were at like the Lakeview Diner one night, uh, and she just we were sitting at the bar eating, and she came and sat next to us. So I was like, "Yeah, she's cute. I'll talk to her for a minute." And then she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm just working on my PhD for climate science." She just looks stressed out, and she's like, "Climate science is like how fucked are we?" And she's like, "Yeah, completely." And then she just took like this bite of her burger and didn't blink. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. she's like, "Yeah, I'm not having kids." Like and like, there's no point. There'll be nothing left. The writing's on the wall. Yeah, no one's doing enough to stop it. No one's like trying to stop it. So we're fucked, you know, like, you know, you can recycle as much as you want. I think because we're not technically supposed to be here. We not just, as many of us. It's inhabited this planet and we just eat it up. Yeah. Like those um, carpenter ants that eat the leaves. Yeah, yeah. And that's Mother Earth is a leaf. <laughs> Just take it all out. A little bit at a time. It happens a little bit. Oh. And then the Earth will do the little shake once in a while, throw in a global catastrophe, a, a fucking tsunami here, an earthquake there. And that shit's coming in, like, full force soon. Like, as, like, weather patterns change because of, like, increased temperatures and melting ice caps. And, I, you know. I it's going to change the game. Yeah. Somebody, there'll be a crack on the side of the planet in a, in a region, in an area that will black out all that area. And then the vultures will come in and makeshift governments and yeah. organized crime and nail down parts of it. And it'll be us against them. It won't have a, a race or a religion. <laughs> Are you crying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, looking, <laughs> You're looking very intense right now. <laughs> I've had a rough week. Chris yeah. Cornell died yesterday. Yeah. And, uh, I'm pretty upset about that. Yeah, it's a bummer, man. Uh, especially the way he died. Like, you know, if people just die, whatever. But like he did a show and then hung himself, you know? Fuck. Fuck. That's crazy, man. Yeah, because to me, it's like... Is that, that's my idea. <laughs> well, I, like, was, I was pitching that to Netflix. <laughs> well, Soundgarden just got back together recently and put out like a new album and they're like, they're on tour. Like, I mean, if this, he's a millionaire fucking rock star who's in one of the most iconic bands of all time. I know, but it's only been like a, a couple of decades. How can you go from playing shitty bar gigs to mega rock star? Okay, you don't forget the the fucking unless you're like from a privileged family and you kind of get us or, or Jared Leto, you know, right. seven seconds to mar kind of thing where you've already got like a high profile. Your egos are already up there in 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 acting or whatever medium, and then you cross over to music, Johnny Depp or something like that. Johnny Depp is not going to be suicidal over his bad rock and roll gig. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So. It's strange for him not to have a, a but you got a appreciation for his situation and what is left behind as far as damage to his family and and things like that. So Yeah, that's so crazy. Like he's a wife and two kids and like yeah. you know, he was in he's I was I read this the, the article talking about like his family life now like he's ba he spends a lot of time in Paris now with his family there, his wife's from there and like Oh, Johnny or uh Chris Cornell. Oh, really? Cuz that's where 
Johnny Depp spends a lot of his time oh, is really? in Paris too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but like he was like uh, getting involved in like the restaurant business as well, like as a side thing because he like really enjoyed like food and stuff like that. Of course, it just it's sound, social. Yeah, but it sounded like you know, it's, you read this, and you're like, well, what the fuck happened? Like you know, what snapped in his brain to just be like, fuck it, we're done. You know? Yeah, it's not like he was an <laughs> athlete with multiple concussions, mm-hmm. and you know how those guys, uh, wrestlers and football players, even in the BMX community, Dave Mira, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, legend BMX rider, clean cut, friendly, guy, you know, family guy commits suicide, and uh, from like head traumas and stuff. Yeah, but I don't know. Everybody had money on me to end it. Oh, really? <laughs> but I got nothing to lose. Yeah. So <laughs> well, and but the other thing too with Cornell, he was completely sober. Like he was like completely oh. off drugs and drinking. Like for the last yeah. like six or seven well, years get or back. something. Don't kill yourself. Get back on the drugs and drinking. <laughs> do another rehab, <laughs> rehab, and then come back around. Yeah. What was Rum? Rum Williams had uh, the early stages of Parkinson's. I think that's what it was. Yeah. So I get that he quit before they could fire him. Kind yeah, of situation because yeah. it gets bad and there's no cure for it. And- sure. And when's that line that he can't wipe his ass? Like, where's in his mind? Yeah, that it's the bottom line. So he he just kind of beat the. Yeah, curve. he probably had it for like knew he had it for like two years before, and then it started, and it was like, okay, I'm not going to be able to live the life that I want to live anymore. So yeah, and be able to handle this myself. Yeah. Has anybody killed themselves in your family? No. Well, I've seen your family pictures. <laughs> Somebody should. <laughs> Sorry, I have no pictures of my family. I are don't you, even have the. Are you have no family? I do have a family. I just don't have pictures. I don't. Remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, nobody's killed himself. Uh, I'd. Uh, Soon. I've had friends, for, you know, but usually it's sort of removed. So I've, you know, I'm like a couple times removed or like kind of know them. You know, you always hear about that guy, especially in comedy. You'll hear about one or two here or there. A lot of, a lot of friends <clears throat> hang themselves. Oh, you're from Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ex-girlfriend of mine hung herself in her basement. Or her Jesus. Home. Yeah. That must have been rough. Fuck. Yeah, she was just trying to keep me hard, but <laughs> I kicked the chair out before I could come. And anyway, but that is true. She hung herself. Fuck! How long ago was that? Six years ago, seven years. Oh ago. wow! Yeah. So not that long. Long, long after we dated in the nineties or something. Oh, right. So it was well yeah, after. Yeah, yeah. But again, very upbeat. You know, my buddy Martin Streak, same thing. Hung himself. You know, and I'm, that's always suspect of people that have a very high upbeat disposition Mm -hmm. you know guys like you know doug stanhope they'll last forever right (laughs) you know what i mean but the people that uh have a cheerful you know yeah people there's a a a trap door on that yeah try too hard to be composed right it's easy it's easy to be miserable yeah <laughs> right it's yeah. hard to be fake enthusiastic yeah i i you know it's good to try to be in like positive and enthusiastic to like but like naturally not like just you know yeah. just smile at everybody all day until you get home and like break every mirror in your house because you can't look at yourself yes, anymore yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I, those people probably mutter to themselves about they have conversations 
out loud with themselves, I think. Yeah, I, I do that, actually. I talk, talk with to myself out loud. But that's usually to work on bits, and I talk out ideas and stuff like that when I can get a chance. It actually does, this is going to sound like I'm crazy, but it keeps me a bit sane, because I find if you just let ideas and thoughts, like we, sometimes you Verbalize have like this fucking them. paranoid thought in your head. Everybody gets them, some worried thought about some bullshit. If you just vocalize it sometimes, you know, talk out the idea, sometimes you go, oh, yeah, that's bullshit. Why the fuck am I even thinking about that, you know? Mm-hmm. I find just putting words to thoughts as opposed to just whatever not completely formed sentence it is in your head. It's just flashes of whatever, right? Sure, sure. And and my concern is somebody overhearing that out of context and then being imprisoned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I mutter, I find the shower helps. And that shower's a good time, yeah. Shower, uh, I don't necessarily talk. I just huddle and sob into my knee <laughs> and i find that i have a dialogue going with me and myself as i piss down my leg <laughs> that gets you yeah yeah clears out all the the cobwebs and the demons i whip my back what's the those fucking assholes that whip themselves for jesus flagellation self i don't know what Christian the religion is yeah, yeah it's chris yeah. it's hardcore catholics yeah yeah, yeah that did you knotted to, rope did you go to church yeah man i was uh i was a catholic when <laughs> yeah, i was man, yeah man it was, yeah, we it was a great time that's how i got fucking <laughs> yeah no i went to yeah i went to church i was an altar boy a catholic altar boy you must have looked sharp yeah i was all right never fucked never got fucked what um because you're i, I just picture you as like a child a young man if you will on there and going whoa 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 <laughs> stop the organ is anyone else listening to this bullshit? <laughs> yeah. I just went until... Push the priest. <laughs> hey, anyway, celebrating it. It was like family shit. We just went, and then all of a sudden we stopped going, which I was like, thank God, this is fucking boring. And then, yeah, and then I was like, all oh, right, and it's all so stupid. But I went until I was like, you know, 11 or 12. 38. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, coffee here sucks. <laughs> that's yeah. the only thing that kept me up. Yeah, yeah, I think that's around puberty, the 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 nature your drive of puberty and and the uh human condition uh starts to pull the blinders off of this religion it's like oh no 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 just you know you're supposed to fuck and eat yeah and uh try and achieve something make a contribution maybe yeah don't fuck kids that's a good one to be an asshole yeah, it's it's well, the Catholic religion being like raised in it. It's like it's keep in all, mind all of it's crap. They're all crap. It's yeah. all crap. But the the Catholic religion to me, it's like having this sort of inside track on it. It's just like they're the wor- They're the most bullshit pious of all the religions because they're like they believe so much in god but there's especially the irish catholics where there's so much superstition involved in it and that's more of what it is it's the ultimate pyramid scheme yeah 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 like they're like these these people are like oh you know fuck you're not supposed to jerk off or fuck until you get married Mm -hmm. and then they get married and have 18 kids because they've never fucked before so they just want to fuck for kids and then they, but then they're 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 miserable drunks and they're you know like there's not yeah. they're not like it's pretending to be this fucking higher level whatever. There's because, no you know. rule book. There's no man made rule book. That's the thing. It gives you a false sense of confidence and you just put your own morality and fucking Ten Commandments in there. Yeah. Well, it's it's like stuff that's not at all 
applicable to the world we live in now. Like when you look at religions and just how so people basing their life off of. I like, thought as soon as the internet was coming up, that it would all be. Every seems like things are getting debunked all the time. Mm-hmm. Yet there's it's still a, a, a tit for tat dialogue between a lot of these religions, but they there's clearly something in it that has carried through, and I think that the uh, psychology that underlines all of it is a, a false sense of security. Well, and- it's, it's the indoctrination of children, right? If they, if, if a new law was set out worldwide, if we had some sort of world government, which would be a terrible idea, but if we had one and they were like, nobody is allowed to teach their children religion until they're 12 years old. They're not allowed to know about it. Like nothing. sex ed. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They should do joint classes and see which one has the bigger lineup. Yeah, yeah. Right? Especially at that age. Yeah. But yeah, it is a, it is a very uh, and then, waterboarding. Yeah, if they didn't do that, then nobody nobody who didn't hear about God until they were twelve would believe that that's a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. They would just you no. couldn't do it. No, and it's so weird to to be have that somebody want to force that into you for for whatever reason, so you can be join well, this group. They were, and their parents were, and and once you grow up believing that there's like some, you know, yeah, I've had bi- fake I've had racist bigots in my family, and uh, I've never carried on that tradition. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but I don't know. With religion, it's like because it's so much part of community and culture. Blah blah blah. People add all that shit into it, and then it's like, oh, I, you know, they have warm feelings of like going to church on Christmas or some shit, and then you know, and then you just keep pushing it and pushing it. Yeah, you know, it is. A, it's a good uh, whoever got the ball rolling very quickly. There was somebody smart involved oh yeah that's it's clearly intelligent because there was a lot of people probably putting their hands up in the boardroom and go what about this well you see this thing here it kind of pushes all that aside yeah we can just focus there but no 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 okay well then you're clearly not on the team and you'll be executed yeah 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 that was a great way of doing it too right just kill the people who don't agree yeah uh but yeah i mean it's a great way to control people so whoever came up with it was really you know i mean religion or some sort of theology has existed since whenever right but like the people who sort of really got these you know really melded like the catholic or christian religion and stuff like that Mm -hmm. very good stuff for like as a cult as a you know just a cult of billions of people <laughs> like yeah this is crazy yeah, yeah yeah it does cross you know especially like you see the religious groups will go into other countries where they don't even have a uh, infrastructure clean water and start pushing it into their heads oh yeah and it's carried over yeah there that's the worst man i you know i people go to those countries and try to save people they call it saving them and stuff yeah. and it's like They'll do anything for the fucking water and food you're giving them. Like it's the, like this is yeah. This is the equivalent it's a survival th- instinct. Yeah, it's like putting people like locking a chick in your basement. You know, mm-hmm. like you know you if you know nine times you come down to fucking kick the shit out of her. When the tenth time you come whoa, down with whoa. a pork chop, she's gonna have a good time. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> what hotels are you staying at? <laughs> It'll be a Econo Lodge. <laughs> they still giving out free pork chops. <laughs> yeah, they still. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you remember. Remember the reward. <laughs> yeah, it's the continental <laughs> breakfast. A stack of pork chop drops on a, a letter spike. <laughs> <laughs> the tea's hot. <laughs> Just stacks of rotten pork chops. <laughs> Just take a pork chop. Oh, jab. man. 
Where have you gigged lately? <laughs> I was in London a couple weeks ago. Fuck. I was in Ottawa a couple weeks ago or a few weeks ago. Yeah. Just the clubs, man. Just getting around. Actually, I've been doing a ton because I haven't been writing a lot. So, I've just been like mm-hmm. just chilling out and doing- That's cool. Yeah. Trying to write more script shit if I can and, you know, trying to get some writing packages together. Trying to make money. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Totally. There's, uh, you know- Canada is a tough place to do comedy. It's very tough. Yeah, I mean, I want to go to the states at some point in time as well, you know. But it's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna build those writing packages. Yeah, and I'm gonna dip my toe in slower than just what with England. It was like it was fun and it was a cool experience. But I really just went, I'm going. You know, I was just like tired of Canada at one yeah. point in time, and I left. And so that was fun. But with this time, I'll, I'll wade into it a little bit more because I think the. Uh, to just firing myself and especially I mean the culture shock of just the change of like you do going. six months in LA you do six months in Canada yeah that's really it you can stay there you just can't work mm-hmm. so you can uh, you know submit your packages and get a writing job yeah but um, December January February March that's the time when it's, when it's fucking shit here it's so weird here in Christmas carols and sunglasses and shorts. Yeah, yeah. And all the decorate, all the traditions with none of the weather. It's the best. It's super weird, yeah. The thing is, it's December I like because it's not too cold and there's a little snow and there you go. It's like nice and Christmassy. But then as soon as January rolls along, it's like, well, this is fucking yeah. awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but I heard you guys had a pretty light one this year. It was mild a bit, but there was like a couple of days where it was pretty bad. Yeah, Maybe more than a couple. You know, there was like a week here and there that was like, this is fucking terrible. Whatever. The summer's going to be brutal. Just the humidity and shit in the I, city. I could feel it. It's in already the, coming in. You in know? the last couple of days with all the rain and stuff, mm-hmm. it's uh, pretty insane. Yeah. That's one thing about California, right? It's like, it's like, you know, it's cliched saying with like the dry heat, but it is like, it's not, it's still really hot, but it's not this, you know, 35 degrees with 15 <laughs> like degrees up of, of humidity and shit, which is pretty awful. Saturday, we're we going to close this down talking about the weather. No, no, no. I was just looking at uh, some tour dates I wanted to plug. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to. Uh, I didn't want to wave you and, and interrupt. No, no. But I just realized it was like we were talking about like the we went from locking a chick in a fucking basement, feeding her a pork chop, and then just talking about humidity and stuff. So yeah, no, it was uh, we were t- completely all over the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and stuff. But. Uh, I guess that's it. But let's know. <laughs> this is great. This is a good talk. Let's what yeah, you got some some dates to plug? Yeah, I've got some big shows finally. So this will probably be out two weeks from Monday. Keep this that in mind. Stuff for uh, September. Okay, great. Uh actually, yes, the, so the Bremen Theater in Copenhagen, September fourth. Nice. Uh Music Hurst in Allhurst, Denmark, September sixth. Stockholm Comedy Club, September 9th in Sweden, and Gavla Gasta Comedy Club, September 13th. And then there'll be a Yuck Yucks tour in October, Toronto, Ajax, and Vaughn, London, Mississauga. All those dates could be subject to change, you never knew. Um, and I'll be in uh, California for uh, June, July, and most of August. Nice. And then uh, the circle of life continues. It does. It's great hanging out with you. Yeah, yeah, man. I remember you were like the, uh, I think it was the first couple of paid gigs I ever did with Yuck Yucks, like the first like weekends or shit. I saw you in Hamilton. We did Hamilton. And I said, you need to move. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. I watched your set and I'm like, 
This is a waste of time for him. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you, you were thoughtful and articulate, and it was funny and intelligent. And I'm like, you, this is Hooters is next door. You need to get the fuck out of here. And and Brian, Bobby, yourself, I think a couple other guys trickled in after that. And uh, Bobby got traction, and. Uh, Brian hated it. Yeah, Brian hated England. Right? Brian, yeah. I've had friends, and that's what I knew. I think I maybe explained that. I go, it's it's this is a kind of a yay or nay situation. Some people just don't drive with it mm-hmm. culturally, or you know, uh, it's a different kind of pace, or you know, sometimes the shows don't go well, or what have you. It's just sometimes it's not your bag. But um, yeah, for me, like I liked. I knew that you would take something away from it. You were intelligent enough to go. Well, that was a good experience. Yeah. But it's not where I'm going to base my home. Yeah, because like I liked I liked pretty much all the shows I did. Like were fun. I had a good time. I liked the crowds over there. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I wasn't getting enough traction from clubs. So yes. it was like living hand to mouth and the weather was bad. And I went, I had a great Edinburgh and I thought this will help me get like a really good booker. Yeah. And like I'll get some really good work out of it. Nothing was happening. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'll just go home. Like I, I was like, I'm going to go home, do a little tour around Christmas. Yeah. And I'm just not going to come back. London might be one of the worst cities in the world to be poor in. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. even when you got a little bit of something, it goes fucking nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> no. you, and especially if especially if you're like where I, where I was living in Streatham, right? Like it wasn't a great place. It wasn't the worst place. It wasn't a great place, but it was like you know how like a lot of parts of London, the like the it's fucked up little townships or whatever. You know, you can just go to your local pubs, and it's a really cool area to go. So you're not spending any money on tubes and buses and bull that bullshit. Yeah, <clears throat> kitchen party. <clears throat> But the fucking Stratum was like not like that at all. So you wanted to get the fuck out. So in order to get out, it's like it's like, all right. Well, there's you know nine pounds gone just to get somewhere cool. Yeah, and then it's then you're drinking or whatever you know. And then commuting home, yeah. Uh, what's that going to cost? Yeah, it's a, there's a lot of factors. You yeah, gotta, you got to be rich. <laughs> I was coming from North London. I was hanging out to try to like hook up with this chick, and then it didn't work out. So then I'm like trying to get home. And I'm like, I hop on a tube and then I get like... It's stressful, I get dangerous. To, I get to like Victoria Station. They're like, tube done now. And I'm like, it doesn't even keep going to the end of the fucking line. Like no. if it just went to the end of the line, yes. it just stops where it stops. Yes. Like, which I found hilarious because like Toronto, it's like, okay, this is the last train. It's going to go from go top from- to bottom. <laughs> and then- We're doing one loop. And we're going to wait for 10 more. You know, there's yeah. some courtesy. Yeah, yeah. There, it's like, you're right. Like, this I, is where you live, cunt. Yeah, I got out and I'm like, well, I don't know how to get home from here. Let's try to find a series of buses, you yes. know? Well, the night bus gets me here, but then I got to wait four hours for the connecting bus. Yeah. Yeah, commuting can be, because re- nothing's in a straight line. Yeah. It's all fucking horse trails. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all fucking nuts. But we can't go wait to go back. Yeah. <laughs> so if anyone's booking gigs out there, <laughs> that's let the us thing. Know. Yeah, it's a fun fucking city to like be in and visit yeah. and stuff. But yeah, if you got a call to go and work every night for ten, uh, two weeks, you'd be on the next plane. Yeah, it'd be great. You know, of course. Um, awesome, man. Well, uh, it's great to fucking have you on here. And uh, uh, this is me, Nick Beaton. You, or what's your Twitter? Or is there anything else that you get people to follow? Jason Rouse six six six. I have my own podcast on iTunes called Jason Rouse's Safe Word. Great. Uh, Check out my Instagram. Uh, I don't really use Twitter other than to promote my shows, but you can always go to jasonrouse.com to look for upcoming dates. So I will be popping around Toronto. That will probably pass. So you, uh, June, July, August, I'll be doing shows in and around Los Angeles. Canada Day, 
uh, I think it's the first Thursday in July will be uh, Russell Peters, like Harlem Williams, Tom Green, the big Canada Day show, and myself at the Comedy Store in Hollywood. But uh, go to jasonrust.com and uh, thanks for having me on the show. Awesome. Thanks for coming here, buddy. No problem. Um, so, yeah, keep checking this out. Neversleepsnetwork.com for this podcast, others. This is not a safe space. Uh, uh, iTunes, Google Play, all that shit. Thanks so much for listening and thanks for coming, Jason. Thanks, buddy. See you, buddy. Cheers. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Never Sleeps Network.